Hey everybody, welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And this is episode number, insert episode number here. And um, we are we are just so glad to be back for mm-hmm. another weekend of, <laughs> of Mississippi State baseball. Uh, last week um, we were in misery. Mm-hmm. Um, when will the pain and suffering end? Tweet uh, should have been posted. Go Burr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, man, so coming off of a series loss against Missouri after a very impressive uh, Friday night game uh, where we, I, what was the final score of that one? Um, we won by, by quite a bit. It was a pretty comfortable game. Let me get it here. And it was 13-4. to And then came out on Saturday. We, we scored in the first inning. Looked like everything was going well. Preston Johnson gives up a grand slam in the first inning. And we keep battling back. We keep scoring runs here and there. But Missouri scored in like seven out of nine innings, and we lose the game 19-8. to eight. Um, And going on to Sunday, we lose the game 7-6 to six on a walk-off home run. It's another game where we just kept battling back, but we just couldn't stop Missouri from scoring. And we, we said last week, this is a scrappy lineup. They, were, they stay in games. They play a lot of close games. Um, but we should have beat them. We should have like, beat them, yeah. Like, I mean... People yeah. people did it. so like, yeah like even though they're they're staying close they're still losing series mm-hmm. yeah. every weekend so uh, it was it was a tough tough pill to swallow and um, for for most fans I mean that was the nail in the coffin that's that was the end of our season but there is still something to play for I there's mean, a path yeah there is a path I mean still an opportunity to get to those 15, 14 or fifteen wins um, still I mean if you look at the standings it doesn't look like anyone's gonna get other than like the top three teams like. In great position to get to 15 wins. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee's already there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And Arkansas is going to be there. Um, Georgia's going to be there. Mm-hmm. LSU. LSU will be right there. Yeah. So um, it, it's a down year for, for a lot of teams in the SEC. Yeah, we're a game behind Vanderbilt. Yeah. And due to the fact that they don't have fans, um, you don't hear about that. Yeah. Uh, our our, our um, poor play is very loud because we're the defending national champions for one thing and we have the biggest fan base in the country and Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this podcast you probably follow at least some some accounts that cover mississippi state so there you're probably seeing that negativity but we are here to say there is still a path and more than likely we'll still be in hoover so if we need need wins down the stretch there surely we'll um break our hearts in Hoover instead of in Starkville. Yeah, I mean, the last team, the last Mississippi State team to lose two out of three to Missouri, I mean, remind me what they did. Um, they, they got a cupcake path to the to through their regional and super regional. They had to play a terrible Notre Dame team, um, and they got a cupcake walk through their side of the bracket in Omaha, and then... Having to play garbage teams like Texas, Virginia... Texas. 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 And they got just a, a cupcake uh, and didn't have to play uh, NC State. They had to play a well-rested Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker the, the instead. The literal second-best pitcher in the world at that moment. <laughs> yeah. That I was wonder who that was first. a little bit. Yeah. No, he was the best. Oh, okay. So second best. Cops. No. He stuck. He stuck. He, he, got, he got charged with the loss. Mm-hmm. Bender didn't get charged with a loss in the postseason. Did he? No. He beat Samford. He beat Notre Dame. I was wondering what game he started against Notre Dame. It was game, it was game one. But he didn't get a win in that one. But he didn't get a didn't loss. Didn't get a loss. Better beat than Texas. Cops. Beat Texas. Beat Vanderbilt. So, 
This dude was awesome. But anyway, um, there is a path, and part of that path is losing to Missouri. I mean, it had to be done to 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 guarantee our second straight national title. Um, so you can uh, you, honestly, you can just give us the trophy already. Um, we're we're winning out from here. Um, the, these are uh, what Jack says does not um, reflect the opinions of both members of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just want to get that one out there uh, <laughs> while we're being a little silly right here. Yeah, and before we get into all this, I really did want to bring light. Uh, so we we thought about maybe doing another draft, but um, we def we also didn't post that at all. Yeah, didn't. But we'll post it this week, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. There so, we go. so just act like we did the draft right here. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> insert draft here. Uh, but we wanted to talk a little bit about something that's been on our minds lately. Um, y'all versus us. Mm-hmm. The West Jones versus Wayne County rivalry that had been going on for like four years at the time. Maybe six. Maybe six years at the time. Um, that was it. Was the center of a of a documentary about Mississippi high school football rivalries, while other schools had been competing against each other since 1928. Um, I don't know how we got the spotlight on us, but I remember as a third grader being like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, to get on this, um, I have, there's a little book made about it and had like all the other rivalries. I started looking, like, I was like, how was Laurel versus Hattiesburg not on here? Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. And then we got the show. So there, there were books written about it. There, I mean, it was all over the news. Uh, there's a documentary on YouTube. You can go back and watch, you know, individual episodes of it. Um, but man, it is, it's pretty, core, pretty much a core memory in, in my elementary school. I have, school the, I have the book right here, and yeah. I'm gonna go to the first time that they played. Um, it's not often you see me with a book. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the first time that they played was 2003. Mm-hmm. This was coming out in like 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they played twice in 2003, once in 2004, twice in 2005, once in 2006, and once in 2007. Hmm. I, I bet West Jones has won several national or several state championships since that was that came out, right? At least one. At least one. Yeah. And had a bunch of NFL players come out. One maybe soon, maybe soon. Okay, Alan Fowles. <laughs> I love you, Alan. Micah Stock still. It could be Micah. I wonder if there's anyone playing at a at like a big time D one program. Some would say like the best in the country. Charles Cross. No, no. He was another one from a more deserving rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laurel High School. Um, Bryce Young? No. Uh, no, that, that sounds right, though. Um, Is it Byron, Byron Young went to Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah, Byron Young, Tennessee. Yeah. He's a defensive end there. Defensive end. Um, what about Byron Young? Uh, Alabama? I think so. Yeah, that could be it. Uh, future first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. That's, like... We love you, Byron. That, that's crazy to see. Like, like working hard to get Byron on the podcast at some point. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna come on the podcast. <laughs> Probably not. He hates Mississippi. Best thing he ever did was leave mm-hmm. to go to Alabama. You know, if you just flip Alabama, Alabama is just Mississippi with more fake tan. 
Alabama is just Mississippi, but mirrored. So, same exact place. Or maybe it's actually the exact opposite since it's mirrored. Ooh. Now we're talking about multiverse type stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. R.J. Yeager is going to make a cameo in Doctor Strange. <laughs> multiverse of Midness. <laughs> All right, so... Let's talk about the Missouri series a little bit. I mean, I know we talked about it, uh, just talked about the results of it at least, but um, Brandon Smith, uh, undoubtedly. It's the best pitcher the, on the staff The right best now. pitcher right now, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, Cade Smith and Preston Johnson both got touched up quite a bit, but Brandon Smith, I think, went into the eighth inning of this game. So he, I mean, he went at least seven. Um, let me look at it real quick. You keep talking. Okay, I'll keep talking. Um, this is what I do when I talk. Um, yeah, Brandon Smith has just really came out and been the Brandon Smith that we needed for the season. Yeah. And he goes out here and has these fantastic starts. And it's... Yeah, I mean, he, he did everything we could ask for. Um, he went seven and a third, uh, nine hits, three earned runs, a couple walks, it's eight strikeouts. Yeah, and Drew Talley comes in and closes it out with an inning and two-thirds. Um Final score was eleven to four. It's exactly what no final score was thirteen to four. Excuse me. Um, he Brandon Smith just while we have a depleted bullpen. Um, first of all, he came in, became a starter, and was able, was able to save the bullpen by just going into the eighth inning of games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I mean, he had an unfortunate outing in the Ole Miss game last last week where uh, the only big hit he gave up was. Um, the three-run home run to Kevin Graham in the first inning. Um, so that gave him a loss, but it just took an unbelievable pitching performance from Ole Miss to beat mm-hmm. him. So, um, and apparently, uh, Deluche went out there against Arkansas and had a similar performance. Um, yeah. So so it's not just like... Not just us. Not, like this dude is just hitting a stride right now. Um, but a very, very terrible game on Saturday. The game that hurt. Yeah, this game, like, I just kept on putting my phone down, looking at it, and then seeing that Missouri had scored this many more runs. Uh, final score was 19-4. to Like I said, Preston Johnson comes in, gives up nine runs in four innings. Uh, did strike out ten, but that seems, you know, to be not in- as impressive. Inflated when... because he saw, no telling how many batters, yeah. 21. Yeah, so ten strikeouts, but gave up nine runs in four innings. Then Cam Teller comes in. Gives up seven runs in one inning. He faced 25 batters. Preston? Yeah. Yeah, dang. Um, Cam Teller, just said, I mean, he, he's been been pitching really well lately. Uh, the midweek against Ole Miss for the Governor's Cup, he had a really good outing there. But gives up seven runs in one inning, and that's just that's brutal. Mikey Tepper comes in, uh, goes two-thirds of an inning, and gives up three runs. And then Cole Cheatham, I think, was the pitcher who gave uh, Missouri their uh, – First scoreless inning of the game, and he goes two and a third without any runs given up, um, which is just unbelievable. But I can imagine that Missouri was hitting pinch hitters at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so the final score, like I said, 19 to 8. Was that what it was? Yeah, 19 to 8. And uh, sets up a rubber match on um, Sunday. And let me go to this one. Cade Smith with the start in this one, like we always see on Sundays or Saturday, the last game of the series. Uh, we had Cade Smith. Um, he went four and two thirds with five earned runs. Um, 
Pico Collin comes in for one inning, gives up no runs, and then Casey Hunt has a really good uh, two innings, but in the ninth he gives up um, the walk-off home run. So that hurts. Uh, we lose the series when we really needed a, a series win. We really could have could have used a series sweep there, mm-hmm. but um, man, it, it's it hurts. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about how. The path's pretty easy if you sweep or win this series. Yeah. Like, honestly, the numbers line up. You can lose this, lose the series coming up mm-hmm. and be fine, as long as you, like, salvage one in the last two games. But yeah. with with this being a series loss, that's... Yeah. Because, I mean, you start thinking about it. If we had swept that series, um, you go into the Florida series saying, if you win two here, you just got to win one against A&M, one against Tennessee, and... That's all. That's just all you got to do. But now you have to. I mean, you don't have to. I guess it is an option to just not make the postseason. But if mm-hmm. you want to make it, you pretty much have to sweep Florida, and then you have to win one of the series against A and M or Tennessee, both of which not looking too possible right now. Yeah. Um. So I think no matter what, at this point, it's going to take uh, making it to the SEC tournament and winning a game there, uh, at least one game. So and. We've seen before that we are not built for a, a minor league ballpark. Yeah. So. It'll be I mean, a different team home, in Hoover. Mm, usually is. Usually it's a team that plays worse than they have been in the regular season. When was the last time Mississippi State had a win in Hoover? Probably 2019. Because we didn't play in 2020. We didn't play in 2021 either. It was kind of weird. We didn't play any games. Mm-mm. Nothing I don't, happened. I don't remember any games. I mean, baseball is nine innings. Yeah. We had two seven-inning games. Were we playing? Softball? Perhaps. I think we actually had a better um, SEC tournament performance than softball last year. Remember that time that we turned around the softball season? Yeah. If we hadn't shared that story at <laughs> all or in a while, me and Hunter were just sitting in our apartment one day, obviously walking distance to any sporting event at Mississippi State, and we're like, oh, shoot, there's a softball game going on. And I was like... We, we like... How bad were we at that point? We were like 0-9 in SEC play. Yeah. And Texas A&M, I think, was ranked. And <laughs> we just go and watch us... Watch us win a game. And uh, from that point forward, we became a two-seed in the regional. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, played, like... Didn't we win a game in the regional? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um... We turned but, around the season. But we went to two softball games last year. That was one of them. And then another one, I said, I'm going to go catch a foul ball and leave. And I didn't catch one. I found one on the ground, and we left. So We like walked around in the tennis thing looking for <laughs> tennis balls. <laughs> so stupid. Missed the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me your wildest college story. This one time we went to a softball game and turned around the season. This one time I went and found a foul softball. Dude, it was crazy. You just had to be there. Mm -hmm. People can talk about their partying days. We can just talk about our our dartying days. We went to a volleyball game one time. I guess guess that does bring us into we're both going to be graduated. Uh, I, I am already graduated, you know, smartest person on this podcast, uh, graduated faster. Don't ask about GPA. That's not real. That's <laughs> someone's agenda. What does GPA stand for? I don't know. Hmm. 
For reference, I may actually not know that. What? <laughs> I, I know it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd have just a, a fun little... Um... Oh, it stands for GPA. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so congrats to Jack for graduating. When's graduation? Next Friday. So well, may everyone have... is invited. Um, if you're hearing this, uh, come to graduation. Yeah. If you don't have a ticket, you cannot get in. Yeah, they can get in. What are they going to do? Stop everyone? If everybody that listens to this podcast, I'm pretty sure the security staff could stop 20 people. Maybe 30. Eight. Maybe 74. Ooh, 74 on a good day? Ooh. You know, all the AWLs to, <laughs> to, to pile up. Um, it's a little weird looking at baseball season and feeling like there's not much hope, which, I mean, I know that there's a path and everything, but it's a tough one. And I mean, if, if you can't trust the team to go out and win a series or be competitive in three games against Missouri, like, yeah. I mean, it feels kind of silly to be like, yeah, they can, they, can, they can do it. We can win two against Tennessee. Which, I mean, Kentucky's about to. Yeah, honestly. So, um, and and you have to really think about it this way. Like, say we make it to the postseason, we're a three seed in a regional. We're not winning the regional. Unless it's in Hattiesburg. And if it's in Hattiesburg, I, I think we'll... We'll have enough to play for. Like, we wouldn't be playing for our Omaha hopes. We'd be playing to crush Southern Misses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we're really just not a team built for any sort of, like, stretch of, of a and, tournament. And it's not that, like, at the beginning of the year, I think we were. But so many injuries have happened. I don't think it's like we don't have heart. We don't have this. We don't have that. It's just we're, we're, we're an offense that's built to hit home runs. So you put us in a stadium that doesn't fit that we're not going to play well mm-hmm. and we have had five pitchers uh go out for the year yeah like everyone says everything about oh jake mangum wouldn't let this happen he would like i mean <laughs> like, I, I mean i'm pretty sure other than like like to, I, mean, I, I don't think any speech that he could give could could make this team start hitting just line drives and, and make our like make our pitchers come back to life. Yeah, like, um, he he would slap five singles a game, but you know I, it's not going to do much if like, nobody's like pe- on base. Pe- people talk about heart so much, but I, you said we lost five pitchers. I think we may have lost six at this point, and it's just, we can name them. Uh, I got Stone Simmons, Landon Sims, uh, Brooks Auger, Parker Stinnett, um Andrew Walling, basically, he's can't use him. Um, we lost someone else, didn't we? It it feels like we've lost a ton. Yeah, it's just it's it's been a really we we've said it like four times, but it really does feel like you're living out one of the would you trade this for your team to win a championship. And honestly, I would. I'm very glad that we won a national championship. Yeah. Like, I would I would take um, that, like, a the national championship in a bad year over two trips to Omaha. But what if this bad year happens five more years? Then we get a new coach and try it again. <laughs> I'm definitely, I promise you, I'm not on the fire Chris Lamonis train because that is 
really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get people are like, well, he did all that with Cannizzaro's players. And I'm like, he still did that. <laughs> like this. Coaching, no one else did that. Yeah, this coaching staff like did a lot. Had the best pitching staff in the in the country, and say it was aided by COVID. I don't care. Everybody else's pitching staff was aided I by mean, COVID. We didn't have Jack Leiter and <laughs> Kumar Rocker. Yeah, I mean, we um, didn't even have the best pitcher in the SEC. Apparently, we didn't have a gold uh, Golden Spikes winner on our team. I mean, it's. I, I'm very much a fan of Chris Lamonis and all that he's done at Mississippi State. Um, that being said, though, I mean, if you have, you know, string together three, four, five years like this, I mean, it's only right. Our fans are going to expect more than this. But I, I, the major issue with that would be John Cohen is gone the next time a coach is fired. Yeah, like it's it's not going to be John Cohen's decision the next time a head coach at Mississippi State is fired. And that goes honestly for every sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that guy has to be on the cl- closest to edge of off of his seat. Yeah. I mean, with, with I right. mean like a 6-6 six and six or 5-7 and seven year in football and Mike Leach could be out of here. Yeah. I, I'm... Uh, we, we haven't talked about it, but I mean, there's not much baseball to talk about, so like, well, let's just get it... Mike Leach is coaching for his job right here. Yeah. Um, and I... I don't think that it's ridiculous. I mean... Say it. No, I, I, I'm going to go on a little bit longer before I say that. You see the pressure that Lane Kiffin is putting on it. Because Ole Miss is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I feel like feel like people don't think, think that enough. But yeah. Ole Miss is good yeah. right now. They're like a good Auburn good. Yeah. Like, like I'd say that's like there. And you can look at it and say, <clears throat> the last two years, like an Austin Williams fumble and some drop balls in the end of the first half are the reason we don't beat Ole Miss. But Ole Miss didn't make those mistakes. Yeah, yeah. they're still careless mistakes. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, they're going and beating people. Uh, I mean, they were, uh, they were a loss to Auburn last year away from... Um, making the SEC championship. I mean... And uh, what, what can you say? Bo Nix at home, good. I mean... Alabama still would have made it to the SEC championship. Would they? Mm-hmm. Because they had the head-to-head, and they only had one loss. But it's almost lost to Alabama. I'm not sure which way the tiebreaker goes. I hate tiebreakers. But Alabama lost only to A&M. And but Alabama had the... Uh, Ole Miss had the win against A&M. But Alabama beat Ole Miss. There was some weird... Oh, yeah. It was because Auburn was hanging extremely close to Alabama. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's what was making everything terrifying as a state fan yeah <laughs> it was like <laughs> wait would Ole Miss have gone at that I point? think I think so dude it was it was scary hours for a second when Alabama was acting like they didn't know how to play football but I still think that dude, Alabama would have it, well as we know this, probably yeah the the schedule like tiebreaker thing that we use is known to not work yeah um like we were making up case scenarios last year but it's like and then Arkansas would randomly make it <laughs> to yeah. Atlanta. And like, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Ole Miss is, is a good football team. Yeah, and, and they're exciting right now. I mean, they're killing it in every poll. I mean... And you can, you can believe this if you want to, but a big part of being a football coach at Mississippi State is beating Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You can go 8-4 and four like Joe Moorhead did, and, you know, well... Yeah, I guess Joe... Yeah. 
you, oh, you can go like six and six or seven and five with him, but he beat Ole Miss, and so that was like all you needed to do. Yeah, um, like we'd be fine there. So going seven and five like Mike Leach has done, it like might look okay on paper, but he's not beating Ole Miss, yeah. and that's a um, big thing. And one thing I did want to say to uh, at the beginning of this, we have like the hardest schedule in the college football this year, yeah. and our head coach is coaching for his job. Yeah, we get to play Georgia, Georgia. and Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be easy. Yeah, but th- this is this is kind of where the fun part comes in. Uh, Want to pose a question? We fired Dan Mullen. I mean, well, I just spoiled that one, didn't I? Uh, we fire Mike Leach. Do you mm-hmm. instantly? I, uh, I wouldn't hesitate. Yeah, I get as an athletic director or whatever position you are in authority. I mean, it's not going to be John Cohen to do it, authority. but. I as a as a fan who is perfectly fine with bringing Scott Strickland back. Mm, that's a that's a thought. Um, but Ron yeah. Polk for AD. <laughs> Cigar. But as a Mississippi State fan who is perfectly, um, you know, I, I I know our expectations. I'm perfectly okay with going eight and four, nine and three, have a year here and there where you go seven and five or six and six, but. You have the ceiling of going ten and two or eleven and one, and beating Ole Miss most of the time. Give me Dan Mullen, yeah, please. I will. Min- I will. We could probably get him for a good discount right now. Yeah, I would. I would forgive him in a heartbeat for his departure in twenty seventeen. I'm not even sure if I'd have to forgive him. <laughs> I've I'd already be, forgiven. He him. took his dream job. <laughs> he took a better job, and it just happened to not work out. But he went to the SEC championship. I hate Florida. They're idiots. Um, I mean, at any point, you are a good quarterback recruit away from a, from a they have Dak Prescott reincarnate. And you know, with Dan Mullen being a quarterback whisperer, how hard would it be to find that? So I'm perfectly okay with it. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, you know, Mike Leach is gonna go out there and shock the shock the world. So. Yeah. I guess that was a weird little football talk on there. Mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't been on that for a while. Can't wait to get back. That'll be a good time. Yeah, it'll be really good. Um, so Wonder now, how many weeks it'll take for us to be at this same level of hope. No. Two. I might give it just one. A loss to Arizona and a loss to Memphis. Oh gosh. Uh, all right. <laughs> we are gonna go. Um, forward to the weekend series with Florida. Mm-hmm. And so they are a game behind us, actually, in the SEC standings. So we, we're at 9-12. and 12, They're 8-13 and 13 in conference. Um, they Let's just look through their schedule. I'm going to go down. They have um, a more expensive stadium than ours. And it's horrible. And they have no fans. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> their, their um, season, in a nutshell, goes like this. They lost their opening weekend series to Liberty. Um they just had, through the weekend games, or like any games that matter. Yeah, they won a series against Miami, at Miami. That's good. Um, they won two out of three against Bama, which, looking back, that's a that's a good series mm-hmm. win. Actually, Bama's kind of on the downturn, but lost series to LSU. Makes sense. Uh, got swept by Georgia. Couldn't be me. They won a series against Arkansas, which was Arkansas's first SEC series loss in like over two years. Um, that's so nice. <laughs> lost a series to Vanderbilt, got swept by Tennessee, 
won a series against Kentucky, and that is what brings us to now. Um, their <laughs> funny thing about their midweek this past week it was against South Florida, who um, won their won the Gainesville Regional last year. So in this midweek, they just beat South Florida eighteen to three. Kind of a revenge game. I think a guy hit four home runs in that game. Or was for it South three? Florida? No, for Florida. Um, in this game. I'm an idiot. I thought I said South Florida. You would have hit all the RBIs in that game. Yeah, let me um, look at that. Let's see if anybody hit four home runs. Does four or three go up? You're on the pitching stats. Oh, I guess I don't have home runs listed. Okay, just go up. Oh, wait. They do. Right? Oh. Yeah, Judd Fabian, three home runs. <laughs> As a team, they hit six home runs, so that was fun. Uh, but anyway, that was just a midweek game against uh, an inferior opponent, so kind of went as expected. But um, anyway, so they're coming into this. Like I said, at 8 and 13, um, they're kind of fighting for their lives too. And it's a program that has, in recent years, won a national championship, and they always seem to be at the top of the, the SEC, top of the nation. Um, they have a pretty easy path. Yeah. Not I I hadn't looked at this yet, but I mean to get to their six or seven wins, they have to win um, that many games in nine games against uh, Mississippi State, Missouri, and South Carolina. South Carolina had a series sweep of Alabama last week, which was huge for them. Uh, Missouri, I mean, a team that can hit the baseball, but and be for the all defending things, national champions. Yeah, but for all things like all things considered, they I mean Florida could win that series very <laughs> easily, um, but you know. They do have to come to Starkville. And yeah. so um, that's, I don't know. They're, they're a team that, I mean, you, you heard, with it, like week in and week out, they, they can get swept by, um, they can lose a series to Liberty or they can win a series against Arkansas. Like they're, <laughs> but Hunter Barco, which is their ace, uh, he's their Friday night guy, he is out for the year. That is one thing, to, one, one thing to note that came up this week, and I don't know if that's an injury that happened against Kentucky. Really don't know. Um, I just saw it come up on my Twitter. Uh, so it could be a thing like Mississippi State. Like, we don't hear about an injury until two months after it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Or it could have been very recent. I don't really know how their program does that. So uh, I'm not going to speculate too much. Uh, but they're coming to Starkville. Uh, pretty, much, pretty certain that we're going to go with the same pitching rotation just because I don't really think we have another option. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go Brandon Smith, Preston Johnson, and Cade Smith. And, uh, man, I... Do you want to do a series prediction? Is that yeah, time for that, or you want to talk a little bit more? I mean, there's there's not really much to say. I mean, I guess we can say, I mean, saying what we need to do is kind of silly. We need the sweep. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, for for our lives, mm-hmm. unless we want to have to sweep Tennessee at the end of the season to get there. Yeah. Which, honestly, winning a series against Tennessee at the end of the season may do enough, like, regardless of how many wins we have. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think Tennessee will be sitting there, number one, by like a wide margin. Yeah, I mean, but they, they they could lose a series to Kentucky this weekend and us in a few weekends and be the number one or number two national yeah. seed like, easily. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, which I don't think we brought up earlier, is that five of the eight teams that were in Omaha last year not ranked right now. I kind of hate Tony Vitello right now. Yeah. I know a few if you, weeks. Yeah, if you're if you remember, Tennessee was one of the teams in Omaha last year. Mm-hmm, yeah. Tennessee, Virginia, and I think Stanford. Are Stanford, they, yeah. Stan, they're the three ranked teams. All reliable. Yeah. So us, Vanderbilt, NC State, Texas, Texas. and 
Who was the other one? Um, don't make me forget. Same again. Um, wait, what? Say the teams that okay. were. So yeah, Tennessee, Virginia, and Stanford, mm-hmm. and then you have us, Vanderbilt, um, Texas, Texas, Arizona, Arizona, and then who was that? Did you say Vandy? <laughs> oh, I didn't say NC State. Okay. Okay. There yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so Arizona. But uh, so I mean, it really is just like a like a, the SEC is dog eat dog right now. But the entire country really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like teams that are usually top ten in the nation are falling out of the rankings, and it's just and Louisville a, is back now. Mm-hmm. And they took off like three years after uh, Kumar ended a man's career. B A H. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's it's just kind of been a, been a down year for a lot of the top teams in the country. But it should show you. I mean, it's it's not just you know Mississippi State sucks. It's just it's a it's a it, tough year in college baseball. That's baseball. Yeah. That's baseball. and and if I take anything out of this year, um, it's in a tough year like this for Mike Bianco to hold together that team. They should give him a contract extension, please. I I mean to win two out of two against a very good, very talented, um, very healthy Mississippi State team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I think a little slow clap for Mike Bianco. I'll take it. I'll yeah. Like um, just pay the man again. Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets paid. Yeah. I <laughs> in, in, a, in a down year like this, coming off of like a, a really strange roster situation last year with so many extra pitchers on the on the staff. I mean, I, I think you can see that maybe Lamonis's launch angle recruits aren't like exactly what you want in an SEC team. It's just like Tennessee last year. Like they hit a lot of home runs, but they're not suited for the Hoovers and the um, um, like TD Ameritrade or whatever the field in Omaha is called now or um, uh, Trustmark Park. You know, they're not, they're not, they can't hit home runs in big, big stadiums, big parks. So um, at least not yet. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we, we, we got to wait for Omaha for them to put in the juice balls. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think before we even have a conversation about, you know, Lamonis, you know, not being a good recruiter, not being a good coach, give him a chance to adjust. Mm-hmm. I mean, start recruiting guys that can do a little bit more than hit home runs. I mean, Hunter Hines, it's kind of frustrating watching him come to the plate and either strike out or hit a home run. Like, there's no in between. Cullen Clark, yeah. same. Cullen Clark, yeah. Absolutely, it's just it's it's frustrating. But we'll we'll just I don't I know I've said it a few times, but I promise you I don't I don't want to breathe the word of that because I don't want you to think that I'm seriously considering firing the first coach. That also, it hasn't even change. heated up yet. Like balls could start flying. Like yeah. it's it's ninety nine here next week. Yeah, like it was the nineties in Starkville the other day. Yeah, like, like this like, weekend we could see balls may fly. Yeah, it it could happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know understand. That it makes no sense. People say it all the time, but I mean, when the, the sun goes down, you don't see home runs hit opposite field and what's What does the sun have to do with it? Like the Colorado Rockies is like the most hitter friendly park ever, and I don't think it's hot there. How, how does the I, I, I get it? The sun's always out. I get it. It's I don't think the sun's always out. They don't play seven p.m. games there. Never prime time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> At 11 a.m. 11 a.m. in Denver, Colorado. 
<laughs> All right. So yeah, any more on the Florida series before we um, move on? Yeah, I guess we need to do our series predictions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. This is a stab into our heart, and our season is over. Florida in a sweep. With Florida sweeps us. Okay. Um, what were you gonna say with? Uh ooh, can I do a player of the week? Sure. I'm gonna try to change the mojo here. Kyle McDonald. Lane. Just kidding. Might not be a bad one. Uh, it'd be a bad one. Might see the mound. Maybe a real leader. Um, someone that can affect every time we're up the bat. Landon Sims. Hmm. He'll tell him to go to second base. Mm-hmm. Real good. He'll he'll do the thing. Um yeah, yeah, that's my like player. It. That's my player. Okay, he's not gonna strike out. You're right about that. Um, I think we're gonna win two out of three in this series. Um, I don't think Florida's very good. Um, we're gonna hopefully have a pretty good atmosphere there. Um, playing two two games on TV actually, not not streaming. We're playing one game on SEC Network, one game on ESPNU, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of people oh, watching both us. night games. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I, I really do think that we are we're playing for a lot right here. I mean, obviously we are. Both teams are. Um, I, I think we're going to be able to turn it around right here. A lot of home runs are going to be hit probably by both teams. Um, looking for Preston and Cade to come back with bounce-back weeks, and hopefully Brandon Smith can bring it again. So um, I'm really, really excited uh, for this weekend. I, I know it could be the stab in the heart, but it also could be something that – turns around and gives us momentum for A&M and for the Tennessee games coming up as well. So um, I'm going to look one more time at our schedule before I get my player of the week. Um, we do have a midweek after this. We play at Samford, which is kind of weird. Are we playing at Regions Park in Birmingham or actual Ooh. Samford? I really have no idea. It's Regions Park we're going to lose. <laughs> is that a minor league? Minor league. Okay. Um, There's schedule. Okay, so I'm gonna see where we're playing this game. As we say, the Hoover Met. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> we're playing, and that might be our only game in Hoover this year. <laughs> you think we'll win a game in Hoover this year? I can't. I can't wait for the post. The dogs have won a game in Hoover. Okay, okay put, put, remember that. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Gotta do that. Yeah. We'll beat them to it. It'll be like second inning. We have a lead. The dogs. The dogs have scored a run in Hoover for the first time since 2019. Uh, oh, man. Um, well, that was a. We shouldn't have checked that. If you're gonna say Hoover, say Hoover, not Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. Wow, that was a. Hey. That was an adrenaline rush right there. We made it to Hoover. Baby. We get to see what we look like in Hoover. No. We, we post a video of us on the field, like, practicing before the game, and I'm just going to retweet it and be like, fine, pressure's off. The boys made it to Hoover. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, so my player of the weekend against Florida um, is going to be... Hmm. I love that interaction so much. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to go Cameron James. I think we're going to see three home runs from him this weekend. Did you say that last weekend? No. Sorry, I backed up from the mic. I think I said Luke Hancock last week. <laughs> you said three home runs in the series. Did I really? 
<laughs> you said that about someone. Yeah, it was Hancock, and that did not happen. So yeah, I, I don't know why I don't. I ever said say that Brad. About, I don't know why I don't say that about R.J. Yeager. Like, he's him and Hunter Hines are the only people capable of hitting three home runs in a weekend. But this weekend, Cameron James is gonna do it. So, um, I promise you, I will put my put my life on it. Okay. I should have done that. Should not have done that. Okay. Why in the world are we playing them in Hoover? Why? Are, I don't. Know. Don't they have a stadium? <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah. They, they they have a they have a stadium. All right. It's time. Is it time? It's time to do the thing. Our favorite segment. Insta. Graham. Cautions. Do you like that? Nope. All right, so we don't have many this week, so we're gonna uh, make it make it go as slow as possible. Because morale is low. Okay, so we're gonna start off with a question from Football James Seventeen. Um, oh, I didn't give him another nickname. Um, football Jimothy. Uh, football Tim. <laughs> football Tim Forty One. Okay. Do you think it is a good it is good to have two sport athletes in college or should you just focus on one sport? Yeah, I, I think it's always good to have two sport athletes like um Draymond Green. Um he he played played in the spring game at Michigan State that one time. Was he the kicker? Mm-mm. He kicks balls. Surprisingly. He kicks balls. He's a tight end somehow. Um what what's what's your th- name your favorite two sport athlete? Jameis Winston. He was a pitcher for Florida State. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Did I just one-up you? You might have. To Cam Newton. In our regional against Oklahoma, like the entire time, they were like, we might see Kyler Murray play. Um, we, we could see him play. He's an outfielder. He's really good, but we never saw him play. And then he got drafted. So. Um, who, else, kinda... who else is there? Russell Wilson? He like goes to spring training for the Yankees every year. Like, how does that contract work? You get to go make us a little bit of money and put even more recognition on, the, or put more media attention on the Yankees, um, and on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's all he's 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 all about Russell Wilson, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Brad Cumbest. Brad Brad's a good option right there. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. He played wide receiver. Did that on purpose, by the way. Okay. All um, right. The defensive I, lineman for Ole Miss that hits uh, three home runs in a season. <laughs> he's only, hitting no only against midweek opponents in the ninth inning. <laughs> <laughs> he's a D lineman that doesn't play, and he's hitting nukes, hitting bombs at Swayze and getting sacks at Vaught Hemingway. <laughs> How many of those does he have as a starter for each of them? <laughs> I think they posted the video of him hitting a home run against Southeastern Missouri State while they were down 13-4, to and the caption was, Cue the showers, and there was not a single student. It's just an automated tweet. <laughs> it might have been a single student. What a That was Jack Taylor under a cloud of Oxford. <laughs> All right. We were never going to let that, let that rant die. Okay. Okay, but James... I really, I mean, it's fun to, to like talk about them because it never really seems like they're 
truly focused on both sports. Brad Cumbus was like actually one of the few exceptions, and I'm sure every school has like, or some schools have like players like that that you might just not hear about because we're Mississippi State fans and we don't keep up with every other team. But um, I mean, I think it, it's it's a good idea. But at that at that level, coaches really expect you to just focus on their sport. So. I just looked up the best two sports stars in NCAA. Oh, what about Bo Jackson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We brought up Jameis Winston. Michael Vick. What about Deion Sanders? Michael Vick played baseball? I did not know that. He's drafted in the 30th round. <laughs> Denard Robinson? What the heck? <laughs> oh, he ran. RG3. He ran track? Yeah. Okay. He was like... There you go. Okay, we're going to move on to the next question. We got a question from Megan. She said, what's the SEC going to do with all these pink shirts about to start? What is a pink shirt? I have no clue. Uh, they probably wait till October to do that. Do that for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, Andrew Nelson asked, uh, so, what, so what are you guys going to do since baseball season ended last Sunday? Keep talking about it. I guess. Mm, probably... Getting married soon. Uh, that that's on the itinerary. Um, going for two from the honeymoon? Go, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> you will not hear from me. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I don't know what we'll do. Um, exactly what we're doing now. We'll probably have more episodes over the summer than last year when we were literally <laughs> silent after a national championship. All right, and then the last question here is from Courtney Purvis. SEC team that you root for when they're not playing state? Auburn. Auburn. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up an LSU fan, but it since I left LSU, it kind of feels weird rooting for them yeah. at times. Because I'm like, yeah, this is just who I used to root for when I was a kid. and Like, like I, I disavowed them. I have to keep that in the past. But mm-hmm. then Auburn just has this, like, I, I don't know. I don't really understand the ability. Maybe it's because I don't like their rivals. Yeah. That I'm just like... I, There's also like like a, sim, like a similarity to Mississippi State in some way. Like, they're obviously, they're they're more successful in just about everything. And their coaches are memes, which is fun. Yeah. But it's like, I just feel like they're Mississippi State, like in an alternate universe where they're just a little, like, a little bit ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I don't know. It's so, and then when when we play them, I hate them. Yeah. Like it's it's so weird because like, <laughs> I I don't. I mean, I say is this I'll, just because Cam Newton is like our favorite quarterback, favorite college <laughs> like yeah. ever? Um, I mean, I I sat in Davis Wade Stadium one time and watched them beat us three to two. Um, but you you literally neither of us have any reason to root for them, yeah. and and it's just so weird. Yeah, the, it's just like, yeah, Auburn, mm-hmm. which I mean, I guess when they're not playing us, they're playing our rivals. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, but I mean, so is every other SEC West team. Yeah, yeah. I I will say, like, I I went into the, um, I went into the game where me and you both went to at Arkansas last year, hating Arkansas. My dad hates Arkansas, like arguably more than Ole Miss, but Arkansas is sneaky, like. My other team that Dude, I was that was for. awesome. That was so much fun. It, it, like, I mean, I make fun of the call the hogs thing all you want to, but until you like see it in person, like 
in their stadium, mm-hmm. that crowd was awesome. Yeah. Like, and I only go to a game in and, Auburn. And one game, they, like one football game there, made me like not really hate their baseball team that much. Uh, their basketball seems awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like so much fun. And then football was just was just cool to watch. Yeah. And when they're good. It, it's really fun. So I, I say all that about Auburn like earlier, but Arkansas honestly yeah. could be. I mean, honestly, everyone in the SEC West, other than Alabama and Ole Miss, which I mean, honestly, like, yeah, like, like I Texas A and M, like I don't care what they do, like, like they got cult cult stuff, but I'm bucket list item to go to a game there. Yeah, you know, um, in Florida, you, you you go for Florida when they're not playing state. I could, yeah. I yeah. like I like Dan Mullen. South Carolina there. randomly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a... I mean, Missouri and Vanderbilt, I can I could not care less about them. But Kentucky, I could be a Kentucky fan. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Die for Coach Cal. Yeah. <laughs> like Um but Tennessee, I, um Tennessee would be tough. Tennessee yeah. might be like Ole Miss level. Yeah. Like, Tennessee um, and Ole Miss are just the same. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I I can can see that I, I i will stick with auburn as my answer though yeah so, me too but there it's it's a lot closer than i thought honestly doing that for like not just the sec would be kind of fun yeah just like what random school like no attachment to at all yeah you just we'll think about that for next week okay all right so that's gonna do it for going for two with jack taylor for this week thank you guys so much for listening uh if you have any suggestions on what we can do to make the show better i mean obviously we we we're kind of leaning back on the talk about you know previewing the series and reviewing the series. So we have a little bit of time to talk about some more stuff. But um, if you have any suggestions, just please DM us, let us know. Uh, but until then, uh, we will see you guys next time on Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Oops. What about Kite McDoubles going to Wichita State? See, how exactly did pressing that button do that? Second hook. Is that going to cause our listeners to have, have like a little, a little heart attack? A little jump scare? Yeah. Thank y'all for listening so much. I just catcalled all of you. <laughs>